Hello friends, this is Caleb Suko, and you're listening to the Now is the Time podcast and on this episode I have a very special guest. Her name is Naomi and she was on the podcast. I don't even know how long ago it was. I think maybe two years ago. Yeah, probably about two years ago. Interviewed her about missionary kid life, but I've been down here in Chile for the last two weeks and spending some time with Naomi and and their daughter, Filipa. So I thought I'd bring her on and ask her some questions about life in Chile, about what's going on. And so it's a little bit of an unusual episode for the podcast, but I hope that you'll find it interesting. So, Naomi, um, I guess you need to fill us in on what happened the last two years of your life since the last episode that you were on when you were not married, right? So start with that. Okay, so since the last episode, I graduated high school, then I went to the United States with my family for the furlough, the normally scheduled furlough, and then there I met Jorge and got engaged, got married in the United States in October of 2017, and then in November we moved to Chile. So, and I will say, we won't go into the whole thing, how you met and all that kind of stuff, because it's, I think I did a podcast episode on that, actually, with Christina about it, but also you can check out on our YouTube channel where you and Jorge shared um, how you met, shared your background and stuff like that. I think it's on our, on our YouTube channel. All the links in the podcast notes for this episode. So, so you got married, what day? October 21st. 2017. And then how long did you stay in the States before you moved to Chile? Um, after the marriage, after the wedding, what are you talking about? We immediately went on our honeymoon to Victoria, Canada, and that was, I think, five days. And then October 31st, uh, which the day before was Jorge's birthday, actually. October 31st, we took a flight to Chile and arrived November 1st to Chile, to Santiago. So you left the country 10 days after you got married, right? Yeah, pretty much, yes. <laughs> so how was it coming to Chile? I mean, just being brand new married, coming to Chile. new And you, you'd never been to Chile before either, right? Yeah, I'd never even been to South America, so that was an interesting experience. Probably not quite how I expected it to be because I think just growing up I kind of imagined that the entirety of South America was like jungles and I think a lot of people from Ukraine probably thought that that's where I was going but then when I met Jorge and I talked to him more and learned about Chile I, I understood that it wasn't completely like that and it was probably Chile is even more civilized than Ukraine <laughs> and it has and I, I mean more technologically advanced I'd, I'd say and so it was it was a bit different than what I had grown up thinking that South America was like although I did have my expectations changed when I would talk to Jorge before but I I really love Chile especially the nature um, it has all of the different types of climates of the world just within that one country so that's an interesting fact but I love the part of Chile where we live right now, which is in the south. 
and sort of close to Patagonia. So it's a really beautiful part of the world. Um, I would not have enjoyed probably living in Santiago, which is the capital, because it's just really polluted and very, you know, it's the city life that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as into that. So tell me, when you moved to Chile, what was, some, was there, were there anything that shocked you? What were some of the big changes, I guess, in life here? Um, let's see. Okay, maybe like culturally, I would say something that was a bit uh, more difficult for me to get used to was, okay, I, I actually don't necessarily know if this is true for all Chileans or maybe just the group of friends that I have here with, with Jorge, is that people, like, it's okay to invite yourself over to people's houses. Like, that's that's fine. That's acceptable. Whereas I know that in the United States, for example, that would be kind of weird. Or I don't know. People... We did, we kind of did that on Sunday, you know? <laughs> wait. Did we? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I guess you're kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're integrating ourselves into the culture then. Um, but that's just a norm a normal thing that I've seen happen here a lot that I was not used to because I know in American culture, I guess I should say United States, it's more, it would, people would be a little bit uncomfortable with that, which I mean, it's, I, I think it's nice that people like to get together and fellowship a lot. I think that's a good thing. Um, and then another thing would be people stay up a lot later here than what I'm used to. And even in Ukraine, I guess, there is sort of that, people have that problem. <laughs> I don't know, I probably shouldn't call it a problem. <laughs> but people tend to stay up a little bit later. So like, for an example, if somebody came over to your house, like how late might they stay normally? Um, I guess it does depend on the person, but the majority, they could stay till 11 p.m. or midnight and that would be okay so that was another thing that I had to get used to a little bit because I like to have enough time to sort of get my house back in order before I go to bed after my guests leave but when they leave at midnight I want to go to bed and I don't want to have to wake up my house being messy but it's okay because that just means more time to fellowship <laughs> so yeah those are a couple cultural things that I wasn't quite used to also, probably um, Chileans are a lot warmer to people than Ukrainians are. <laughs> that's, is that a surprise? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a surprise. But they just they did live up to my expectations in that sense. Which even, I mean, I guess it would be more extreme in other parts of South America because Chileans, they say, are the least warm Latinos. So... I don't even know what it's like in other countries like Colombia or, you know, they're, they might be even more fiery, <laughs> but I really like it because people are very friendly here. Like they're very huggy and friendly and it's nice. I like it. And since you're such a huggy person, then that's a great place for you, right? <laughs> well, I'm not necessarily, but it's been an interesting stretch. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm very huggy with Jorge. That's that's one thing, yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit. Um, so you got married and moved down here, and um, then what happened? 
Yeah, okay. So, in November, we moved to Valdivia, and um, we were living with Jorge's mom, Ana Maria, and, and my parents came, well, you and mama came to visit us in the end of November, beginning of December, and I think you guys were here for, like, I can't remember exactly how long. Three weeks, I think. Okay, yeah, two weeks. And then pretty much as soon as they left, like, the day before or the day after Christmas, or on Christmas, I found out I was pregnant. So, that was <laughs> unexpected, but we were very excited. And um, and then we, Jorge and I, before Pippa was born, we moved to a town... Or not, we don't live in town, but we live in the area near a town called Pangipui, which is a bit closer to the mountains, to the Andes Mountains here. So it's a bit um, further east than Valdivia, where we had been living originally. And well, let's up. let's go back a little bit because tell us a little bit about the pregnancy because you kind of had a tough pregnancy. Oh yeah, I had a very difficult pregnancy. I would say that I'd rather give birth and be in labor one time per month rather than go through that pregnancy again. It was very difficult. Um, I was nauseous the whole nine months of the pregnancy up, I mean, up till the day Pippa was born. And then as soon as she was born, it all went away. So that was really nice. But yeah, I had a tough time. I was hospitalized and put on IV and everything just because I got really dehydrated and was really underweight and malnourished so that was difficult but made it what, what was the experience like in the hospital here um well it's better than ukrainian hospitals <laughs> except you've never been well i guess you broke your wrist at one time but you've never really been a patient in the ukrainian hospital i've never been hospitalized in ukraine hospital but i've seen but i've visited other people in the Ukrainian hospital, so I know what it's like, like what it looks like, and kind of how they treat you. And so, thankfully, it was a lot better than the Ukrainian, but not definitely not as nice as a uh, United States hospital would be. Um, I was in a big room with a lot of other pregnant women. Um, it was just a common room with a bunch of beds. I think there was about six of us in there, and that was that was. Um, I think I liked that experience partly because I kind of got to know the culture a little bit better just because that whole pregnancy I had been stuck in my bed almost the whole beginning of the pregnancy I was stuck in my bed at home so I wasn't getting out a lot but since when I got hospitalized I had a little bit more time to talk with other Chilean women about their experiences in their lives yeah <laughs> so um and then tell us about uh, Felipe a little bit Oh, yeah. So, um, Philippa Jane was born on September 4th, 2018. And, um, she is very wonderful. <laughs> we love her a lot. She's very cute. And, um, she doesn't have blue eyes, <laughs> which a lot of people here were expecting her to have blue eyes. And I think they wanted her to have blue eyes, but she doesn't. She has very cute brown eyes which are also very wonderful <laughs> but yeah um mama my mom and my sister noelle came when pippa was born and kind of helped me out during the first couple of weeks so that was very fun and that was nice of them 
So um, also I think it'd be interesting to know a little bit about the church where you're at now. That's kind of a new church and we were able to visit it and I enjoyed being able to teach the uh, a seminar for leaders as well as seminar for family and to preach there. But tell us a little bit about your church. Yeah, um, well, our church is called uh, Comunidad Cristiana El Bosque, which means the Christian community of the forest. But the forest is the name of the neighborhood where it's located. So, it, yeah, that's kind of where that name comes from. And it started a little over a year ago. Um, it's It has quite a few people now. It has, I'd say, about 30 people that come each Sunday. Would you say about 30? Yeah. Well, there might have been more. There might have been more when we were there, but I think there was more than 30, actually, when up to maybe, maybe 45, maybe up to 50. Yeah, well, I think when you were here preaching, it was kind of a bit of a more special occasion, so more people came, around 50 people. But usually, on average, about 30 people would come every Sunday. But since it's just starting out, we still are kind of setting up, you know, membership and, and thinking about those types of things, getting a pastor trying to figure out who's going to be teaching. Um, so right now, most of the teaching and preaching is done by um, a couple of young guys who have studied in seminary. So, But we're really excited in the direction that the church is going, and the church is really, um, I guess it's kind of cliche to say, on fire for the Lord. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can I understand what you mean. I think there was a lot of excitement there, and uh, people are, are hopeful for how God is, is building the church and what God is going to do through the church. And I know it was exciting for me and and for, for Grandpa, for my dad, um, name is Grandpa, who's here with us too, to be able to teach and and see, you know, they had a lot of questions and, and a lot of interest, and and so that's always a good a good thing. But I know that you guys are also taking some online courses uh, together with some of the, the church members. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we just, um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was in January that we started. So for the new year, we started a course. Not, I don't think everybody in our church is taking the course, but the majority probably. And the course is called... Campus 415, so it's Campus 415, and it's based um, in Spain, and it's connected with the Nine Marks Ministry, those books. Um, it's sort of a parallel course to that, and it's a theological course for beginners. So the first class that we're taking right now, and actually the exams we're going to have at the end of March, so in a couple days here, um, the first class was hermeneutics. So we're finishing up that right now and um it's online classes online um uh professors and everything so you just watch the video which each class is about an hour long each video and there's about six videos for the whole class and then they also have you read a book that you buy with your own money but the rest of the course is completely free so what new things have you learned about hermeneutics Oh, well, I I feel like um, since it's pretty introductory, a lot of the things I had actually learned already, I had known from like my Bible classes that I'd taken in high school. Um, but I did learn some interesting 
new things such as where and how the verse divisions and chapter divisions came about that I hadn't really known before. Um, and then I also, I would say I learned a few new things about, um, I guess, the methods of interpreting the Bible that a lot of different churches, like for instance, the Catholic Church has a different way of interpreting the Bible that we don't use as Protestants. So that was interesting to learn about. I think the next course is going to be on the Old Testament. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, and I was excited to hear that you guys were taking that course and the church was taking that course. And I think the the leadership is also taking um, another course that's specifically for leaders. Isn't that right? Yes, that's the parallel course that goes along with the Nine Marks ministry. Um, you know, the Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. Uh, the, that type of thing. So th- that one is called Campus 222, I think. Yeah, so we've definitely had a, a good time here with, with the church and been able to do a number of ministry things with uh, the leaders and with the church people. And so we appreciate your prayers for the church, um, which, how would you say that in English? Mm, I think say, you said it, didn't you? Was it? The name of the church. Oh, yeah. Comunidad Cristiana El Bosque. Oh, how do you say it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It would be the Christian community of the forest. <laughs> so maybe you can give a couple prayer requests, maybe for the church and then for, for you guys as well. Yeah, um, I, I'd say the biggest prayer request for the church would just be that we would um, be able to have good teachers, qualified teachers, and a good qualified leadership in general in the church have a good pastor and everything because that's the point we're in 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 this church's growth is that we need to kind of lay down those things to have pastors and preachers and figure out the membership those types of things so that that would be good if you could pray about that specific step in the growth of the church and did you ask personally what? Yeah. oh yeah and then personally that Jorge and I would be good parents because we're just starting out and that we would have patience and um, tr- uh, trust and rely on God to provide for all of our needs good well I can tell you are doing a good job so far I know that you learned you learned from the best so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway um, we're very glad to be able to see that God is um, using you here in the church and has you in a good situation where you can be part of a church, uh, a new church that's growing, and I think it's, it's exciting. So we'll also be, of course, praying about that too, uh, back in Ukraine. Great. That sounds good. All right. Thanks, Naomi. <laughs>